unofficial, unexpected, and unfiltered Canadian motocross race review featuring Ryan the Newf Lockhart and Ryan Galt with your host, Ken Cadden. Welcome, everybody, to the Canadian Motocross Unfiltered Podcast. Uh, this is kind of the end of our first year doing it. It's been awesome. Uh, my name is Ken, Ken Catton, and I am here with <laughs> with Ryan the New Flockhart and Ryan Galdi, as we always are and will be going forward, hopefully, um, unless they decide to clippy-clippy me, but... Uh, <laughs> Uh, so like I said, this is our, uh, kind of one year anniversary. We're going to close out this year and move on into next year, next week when we do our preview podcast. So, um, I just kind of wanted to share a little story, uh, about how cool it's been for me to do this. As everybody knows, I'm kind of like the resident super fan. And last week I kind of screwed up the podcast. I'm sure most of you listening heard it and we're not real impressed with it. Um, one of the reasons was a bad computer that I was using, but the other reason was at lunchtime when I should have been preparing for the podcast, Dylan Wright decided to sit down next to me and uh, I was just sitting there kind of chatting with him, listening to him talk about his, you know, his process and what he does for food and what he does for training and all that kind of stuff. And I kind of fanboyed out and I got uh, sucked into it. So that's kind of, unfortunately, that caused me to mess up the podcast a little bit. But at the same time, that is exactly what I was hoping for when I decided to uh, reach out to you two guys and get this thing up and running is that I would get a chance to talk to guys like Dylan Wright. So that was awesome. Is there anything from the weekend that you guys want to talk about? Galdi, we'll start with you. Um, some of it was probably said on the podcast, but I doubt a lot of people decided to listen through that whole thing, except for maybe the end piece. But uh, what are your thoughts from the, the weekend two weeks ago that we had at the uh, GDR press day? Uh, it was good, man. That was super fun. And to hear you share that, Ken, it, it warms my heart. Um, that's a pretty cool thing like that. Obviously, me and Newf are probably more spoiled than the majority of people within our industry because we know the guys, we see the guys, we were the guys at one point, you know. And uh, it's cool to have a guy like yourself, uh, you know, it was your idea. This is this whole thing was your idea, and yes, obviously you jumped on on Ryan and and I's uh, coattails, yeah. Sort of, I no, not coat, no, no. Who's the coattail guy? He's the okay. guy. I'm the only one that hangs on to coattails. Right? Yeah, that's right. Um, but you know, you're it was your idea. You went to New first. Newf came to me, and and we said, yeah, let's let's give it a try. And and it's so far, like you just said, we're almost a year in here, and it has been super fun. Couple hiccups, but I mean, just like with anything, starting you're gonna have hiccups. It's never gonna go perfect. But um, we are really gaining traction. Uh, you're a huge part of it, and, uh, along with the personalities that me and Newf have created for the last 35-plus years going to the dirt bike tracks with our parents before that, and now our kids now, and all that kind of stuff in between. And um, it's been amazing. we got a great support group now with, our, with some sponsors. we got a new one that we're going to announce on this show. And we got people tuning in. Like, the last two weeks since that show, it's kind of funny. I guess maybe it's just because we've been going to the races more, but... I didn't really get a lot of people being, Hey, this is awesome. Or what you know, a few DMS here or some Twitter yeah. stuff, but like at the, the last two events of mine, I've had easily 30, 40 people come up, love the podcast guys. You and new for great. Ken makes us laugh because he's so quiet between you two meatheads. And, <laughs> and we love the We love the way you guys banter. We love the information. It's Canadian content. Um, and it's been great. I even had a guy come up this weekend and not even shit you boys. He's like, I want to sponsor the show, but I don't really have any money. Would you guys start like a Patreon and I could like give you guys money each month or whatever? And I'm like, I didn't, I know what Patreon is, but I'm like, uh, yeah, maybe, I guess. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I go keep your money, man. Just tune in, I guess, you know? And, yeah. But like we're, we're gaining traction. And the idea that you had, Ken, is um, like I said, this was all you at the beginning of it. We're just a couple of, of meatheads that just like talking about racing and, and going to the track. And like I said, we're, we're spoiled with it. It's all we've really known yeah. our entire lives. And, and uh, for you to kind of give us the platform and buy the equipment and make sure it's running uh, up to par, except for last show. Um, <laughs> and the first one. <laughs> yeah. And the very first show <laughs> that we did, right? Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, podcast. I think Newf can, Newf can probably share some of the same sentiments. I mean, it's been, it's been fun. And I, I, you know, we're only just getting started boys. We're only a year in and, and the positive feedback and where we're headed. And we're getting into the busy season. Now what we've created from last, uh, say November ish till this point was, you know, just us going out and getting info. 
So for the fact that we now have sponsors and we're gaining traction and people are listening before we actually have shit to really talk about, it's fucking awesome, man. I'm fucking pumped. No, it's been fun. It's been fun, Goldie. I think you hit the nail on the head for sure. And kind of a cool little tidbit. Um, I had a mom come up to me, I think it was a couple weekends ago, at one of our races and you know, her, her, they, you know, they travel down the road in the motorhome together with the family and the kids. Is she good looking? Yeah, 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 she is actually. Big, yeah. big boobs. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, you know, the kid and the dad are always listening to Pulp and Max and stuff. And she's like, man, I hate, I never have any interest in, in this stuff. Because she doesn't follow the U.S. scene. But then they start listening to our stuff. And it's something more that she's interested in because it does translate over to what her kid is eventually going to do right he's an intermediate yeah, writer yeah. so so uh i thought that was kind of cool but yeah it's been fun obviously when ken came to me uh i don't even remember how you reached out to me i think it was an email or email well, I think, that's, right? that's email. how i found you first is because i knew you worked at atlas neck brace so i just oh, looked you up right. on that website <laughs> yeah and i was like i mean these things come and go pretty quick i mean if you look at our lifetime galdi here in canada i mean there's been you yeah know, certain things media outlets come and go and people change and i was like yeah i mean we love talking about racing so i'm like i didn't know how long it was gonna go and i definitely didn't think we were gonna you know obviously get sponsors and stuff it was we were doing it for the love of doing it so uh it's been fun his first conversation was uh ken to be honest he's like who the fuck is this guy emailing me (laughs) what the like i don't have fucking time to answer this fanboy shit? No, I'm just yeah. kidding. <laughs> yeah, well, when I went to Galdi, I'm like, hey, man, some fucking random guy from fucking Saskatchewan, Saskatchewan reached out to me and wants to do a podcast. So, uh, that was, I think that might have been actually the most oddball part. Yeah, he's from Saskatchewan. What? Yeah. <laughs> like, not that nobody lives there, but you're like, um, okay, so yeah. uh, what the fuck's this guy all about? And everything. Just, but yeah. uh, obviously, boys, we've, we've created some good shit and let's just keep it going. I mean, uh, you know, Newf, you've, you've, you've put in the hard time and the hours, so have I, and we love talking about it, and it's fun. we got good relationships with the riders, and we can, you know, let's call it talking shit, but be honest because we fucking, we were there. We yeah. were in bad times, good times, all that stuff, so it's not it's not coming from just a clickbait-type mentality where sometimes, you know, some podcasts can maybe do that. And, and the majority of people listening to this have probably grown to love the American podcast scene. Yeah. Right. Cause that's yeah. basically where it's all come from. And the ones prior to us doing it, it was a lot of just, everybody's a hero. You're all fucking winners. We love you all the time. And there's never a negative. Like there's, there's a lot of bullshit that goes on. We're going to talk about a few things in this episode. You know, there's good and bad things. Like there's sometimes where racers are complete fucking idiots and they've made a mistake and they need to learn from it. And there's guys like us that have been there and made mistakes before that can share experiences and <clears throat> talk about it. And, and uh, I, I think that's why we're gaining traction. Like, it, it is a no-bullshit-type atmosphere. And the fact that we've all kind of done it, like, sorry, like myself and Ryan have kind of done it. And, Ken, you just kind of make sure we stay the course, right, with the the, the, the equipment and keeping us. Yeah. You're the you're like the the um, uh, the parents, and we're the two, you know, fucking <laughs> out-of-control yeah, kids. Yeah. Two out-of-control yeah. kids here to keep us up. Wait till, wait till uh, like, a... A fucking sponsor letter comes into Ken going, Well, I, you're not really looking after those guys, Ken. They're out of control and uh, <laughs> you're swearing too much. It's yeah. apparently it's on you to fix this. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah but I, I'm, I'm loving it, but I really do enjoy it. And I love our text groups and chats. And like I said, we're about to get into the heat of it now. So yeah, it's I, I think it's only going to get, it's only going to get better and more fun. And maybe, you know, even a little bit more dramatic for us guys because we might have to say things that might upset some and, and stuff like that. But again, we're n- none of us are going to kind of hold back. And, and again, we're not going out to create bullshit, but bullshit is going to get created and we're going to have to talk about it. Yep. Yeah. Kind of thing. So it's, I'm looking forward to it. I'm I'm excited about this, this race season, man. There's a, there's a lot of stuff out there on the table and, and uh, it's the, the, the very first uh, sponsor would if it was race tech, right? Over uh, KTM, or they were right around the same no, time. It was KTM. Was KTM it was KTM. Was KTM was okay. Yeah. yeah. So the the KTM Canada group, the Husqvarna Canada, and Gas Gas Canada, like um, they are huge supporters of stuff that I do at AMO. I, I talk with Allison and JSR. Um, I'm more Allison regularly, and it's it's we really appreciate having them on board. Uh, obviously, they're a supporter of Newf uh, as well. He's on that new 350. So big thanks to KTM, Husqvarna, and Gas Gas. Um, 
you know, the competitive aggressiveness of KTM, the sophistication, seriousness, and person personable of uh, Husqvarna, and the community shared fun of riding of Gas Gas, and uh, love having them on board. Really appreciate that. And then, of course, uh, the Race Tech. Race Tech is the world's largest aftermarket motorcycle suspension modification company with over 35 years of providing factory level suspension to the everyday rider. And uh, we wouldn't have Race Tech if it wasn't for Charlie Johnson race suspension out of Alberta. And uh, the, um, uh, the news connection there because he gets uh, Race Tech suspension from Charlie Johnson. So a big shout out to CJR and Race Tech. Um, hit those guys up. All Race Tech products are 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. And Charlie Johnson is our guy up here in Canada. So hit us up if you want to get Race Tech and we can put you in touch with him and uh, get you in, in uh, one of their service, his service center. And Bristol Coachworks, uh, Eric Bannon and the boys over there. And uh, the crew, like, amazing things. Those guys build RVs, sprinters. Um, they got a full upholstery division to do boat and vehicle interiors, a 55-foot long paint booth of paint commercial trucks and vehicles. And uh, they did the GDR Lounge. They did the old Huber Monster Energy Kawasaki Red, and they did the McNabs Sprinter. They can customize anything. If you see Bristol Coachworks, at Bristol Coachworks on Instagram and YouTube, super badass stuff. Um and uh, super cool to have them on board. And they're going to be doing some fun things throughout the year. And the one that kind of came on last on one of our top-tiered sponsors, CallisMoto.com, the Canadian brand, focused on the ride, fueled by passion. 100% of proceeds go directly back into the support. And, Ken, you're going to be getting done with some of their fine attire here shortly. Yep. And uh, we're looking forward to that because uh, you're up riding this weekend, I heard, in the woods. So don't yes. be ripping that gear in the fucking trees and shit, Ken, okay? That's, that's got to stay well, nice. You want that Hey, you want that jersey to look nice when you wear it to the bar yes. in Calgary. <laughs> but there's a funny story here. Both of my bikes are currently uh, in the garage uh, waiting for parts. So I was, oh, riding nice. my, I was riding my wife's bike, so I'm not taking that to the moto track. I'll take that up to the woods. Well, there you go. Well, big shout out to those guys. Thank you them. And we'll announce that new one, Ken, you were talking about. They're a halftime sponsor. We'll give them Mm -hmm. some love at halftime. And we appreciate them coming on board because both Noof and I have a little bit more um, with the sponsors as well. And I I mean, that's kind of with all the sponsors that we have. It's all, it's not, um, um, it's a lot of who you know, right, Noof? It's not what you know and everything like that. It's a lot of who you know. And these people know us and want to support and get us on on the ground. And uh, we appreciate that to the fullest. And, uh, we're going to promote the hell out of them all year long um, as we continue to uh, to build the, the CMXU brand. Before we dive into this thing, I just have to give a big thanks to Ken for actually paying uh, his side of the bet that we have going, <laughs> Galdi. I don't know if you know about this. I, yes, no, I do know the bet, and I asked you how much I owe you, and you said you would rather no. sit on it and make fun of me and make me feel bad about not paying. That's exactly <laughs> what you fucking said. Okay? And well, I, there's one and guy I, on the phone I, here out of three that pay their, pay their debt, man. They yeah. pay one guy here, Ken, pays his debt, man. Yeah. How much money do I owe you? It's a lot, so just whatever. We'll figure it out this summer. <laughs> See, this is what he's going to do. I'm fine with this. You you run with it. I'm good with this. I like it. I like it when Noof has an up on me. It makes me feel good. Yeah. It yeah. makes him want to call me. I'm the, the dictator. dictator. Yes, the dictator, Noof. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Also, anyway. uh, before we move on from, from that, uh, we owe the winner of our league some prizes, which we've talked yes. about in, in a group chat. Oh, yeah. I don't know if it's all finalized or not, but uh, I'll be – I'm just trying to figure out how to reach out. I guess we'll have to do something where he sends us a screenshot because there's no way to get contact info from people who are in the in the. Uh, no, no, get get me the name and we'll go to uh, Travis Marks. I'll yeah, get the guys email. okay, you can. Yeah, you can reach out. Yeah, to Marks. yeah, hundred yeah, percent, no problem. So uh, that's that prize pack is going to come from uh, Matrix Concepts yeah. and AMO. I'll send some stuff from AMO. I got some hats and stuff like that. So we'll put a little little bag of goodies together for that person that won that. Yep. Uh, we might as well announce right now, because we're going to do another cool contest. Um, uh, the contest is going to be at the end of the countdown that we've been doing on our Instagram. Okay. And this is a trivia thing that I'm going to throw to Noof towards the end of the show. The end of this countdown, the contest is going to be who can um, guess the trend of all the photos that I'm putting up there, this <laughs> countdown of all these photos, hmm. the trend or what uh, what every photo has the same of. Uh, so we'll, we'll, I'll promote that on the Instagram as well at uh, uh, Canadian Motocross Unfiltered. Or no, what is it? Is that CMXU Unfiltered, right? Or CMX Unfiltered? CMX our, Unfiltered, yep. Yeah, at, at CMX Unfiltered. So we'll have some fun stuff. We're going to do a lot of fun stuff this year, uh, especially with the new sponsor that just jumped on board. We can, he's going to give us some prizes. We're going to do some stuff with Callus and Matrix 
uh, as well. So uh, keep tabs on that, and we'll have some fun with that. And uh, did you find that name, Ken? Yes, Moto Star Seven Ten. Moto Star Seven Ten. Yeah, hopefully that's one of our listeners, not just somebody who heard about it online or something like that. But yeah, no hopefully kidding. They right? heard some, that, and we'll be reaching out. Yeah, in fucking Guatemala, we got to send this <laughs> yeah. price back yeah. or something. Yeah. yeah. Oh shit. All right, Ken, you got a cool list of things that you've typed out there, buddy. Let's get into some some show topics here because we got some good news. We can. Uh, talk about well not some good news I guess kind of some strange news and some things as well but we uh you got a lot of cool things there outlined well I guess first should we get into some news does either of you guys have any news we didn't really text back and forth is there any little things that kind of just to wrap up silly season since we're going into that preview next week is there anything well we talked a little offline but I'll let Noof start if he wants to go off he's got a couple things go ahead Noofy. uh yeah well we had a race uh basically you could call it the prequel before Kamloops this weekend so Kamloops National we were there um on the weekend and pro class was good uh flying at the test track um uh schmucky saw him he, ride yeah, he, he came oh so we got we got visual yeah flying at the test track schmucky um saw him um Parker Reels was there, obviously. Um, but obviously, we didn't have the the big stars. Like, you know, last year, we were getting Moff out and yep. Elon Meston and these guys. But those guys didn't show. We had about 20 in Pro-Am or something like that. So it was it was still good. But uh, Parker Reels won, uh, won both motos. Uh, Blake Davies uh, was in the mix. Blake's riding well. Um, he was there. Al Dick had the full setup going uh, on the weekend, had the full tent up and mechanic on board and uh same same setup the sprinter deal i like that i do like it i like that yeah no it's sweet yeah um so yeah blake was riding good um schmucky yeah it wasn't uh i think he went six five five six ish so um but he did because i was talking to parker last night he did beat those guys all straight up at calgary a couple weeks ago so um maybe a home yeah. turf thing right home, home turf, turf? Yeah. yeah so i mean honestly the track was gnarly i told you guys before uh before we started recording this thing 35 degrees on saturday rutted Jesus. rutted uh hot tough rough you know 500 entries at the race so the track got gnarly and then yesterday was pretty close to a national prep like super deep ruts um because it was a little bit overcast yesterday um but yeah i mean uh i i would say if i'm gonna take something out of what i saw on the weekend i was impressed with with davies rode really good marcus Ducey was there was yeah. kind of off the pace um okay. bad starts like i don't know it's hard to hard to predict but i thought that i would have seen more out of schmucky um from those those reports that we got earlier but uh, yeah yeah it wasn't really in the mix yates no yates that's weird no yates. yeah i don't know where he was yeah yeah okay no, no, no yates, yates. No Yates. Um, no, but no Bennick. Obviously, Bennick's not out there yet. Or no, well, Julian's no. down south. So still okay. I'm sure you guys saw this, but so he's 450 guy, and I think we yes. knew that. Uh, yes. We knew yeah. that, but 450 guy full time, which is probably the right move in, in in the grand scheme of things. He's a big kid, right? So. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I agree. I would agree. I think that's a good, I think that's a smart move, and that's actually something we can kind of talk about a, a little more we you kind of touched base on on the show um but so i had my race uh at san lee i, I was i was hoping it was going to be a bit more of a prequel as well because yeah. on my side of the pond literally not even shitty this is the best part i love of this industry and I, I, I hope i get text from some of these guys i had some racers and some team managers yeah we're gonna come we're gonna race this we're gonna go to san lee it's a good idea i'm yeah. like okay i'll go i'll make sure i give you guys a little bit extra longer moto you know blah 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 yeah the only ones that came were the Miamax 101 guys because they were there. <laughs> but KTM guys kind of talked about it a little bit, but that they, I think, went to Isud. Um, my buddy Alex Parker, who I help uh, the Cobra Good side of thing, I'm calling him, I'm, he's my bullshit manager now. I'm just, I'm calling him a fucking bullshit manager. He's just a yes man. <laughs> and uh, he said they were going to come to the race and then they didn't show up either. Um, uh, I was just busting his ass. But so they, they didn't come. Actually, I don't know if they ended up racing either because they were going to, race a local one out in New Brunswick. I think there was one this no, weekend. No, it was Mill Hill and Nova. Mill Hill, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I talked to your old man actually last week about it. Yeah. Um, and uh, so that would come. But anyway, I had Moss, Austin Jones, Racine, Tanner Scott, as far as like national caliber guys that are doing the series. Um, yeah. Moff looked great. Again, you know, not super stiff competition, um, but he looked great. He's really happy with the bike. This is 100% his last year racing. Oh, 
He said that to my face. He said, we could talk about it. He shared it. He's like, I'm good. I've had a great career. I'm going out with a bang. Um, we kind of talked a little before the show there and I, I saw him at the end of the day and I said, Hey man, I go, you're going to need to find, uh, I won't use the word that I no. used on our show <laughs> that I used off the, off the show, <laughs> but I'm like, you're going to have to find a little bit of inner something, I think to get to Dylan. He's like, I've got it. I've got this something. I found it this winter. I'm ready to go. So he's, he's pretty pumped. So, uh, you know, he'll be obviously part of our preview show next week and talking the 450 stuff. So it was good to see him. And I had just uh, about six thirty, I think was my entries. It was good. Nothing else. A pro Tanner Scott blew up his bike in this second, like race bike. Like, I don't know. Actually, I didn't get a chance to ask or not. I don't know if that was a race bike or if that was uh, his bike last year. I think it was his 350. So I don't believe it was a race bike. Um, and I, I, you know what? I gapped. I didn't even ask it. I saw them pushing the bike off the track, and he ended up riding his uh, 125. I think it happened in the catch pass moto, so the, yeah. the first catch pass moto. So he didn't ride the second. He rode the second pro moto on his dad's 450, oh, and okay. fucking looked horrible on it. <laughs> like fucking horrible, man. Yeah. Like Keith was dusting him. Yeah. Like yeah, Kyle, Kyle, Kyle yeah. Keese is back out of retirement. Kyle Keese is back. His family's coming to the track again. There's 1,700 Keese going to the races again. It's amazing. Nice. Um, but uh, Lots it, of yeah, Tim Hortons coffee going. Oh on. fuck my god! Roll up the goddamn rim is back. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, it was awesome to see that. Racing? So, What's the race? He looked report? good. He looked good. Obviously, like, you didn't get starts because some of the 450s, but he he looked good. And every lap, if you go to lap times, it was like identical. Yeah. Every lap was like identical, so I, I, I don't know if I see the Piccolo, McNabb, Harrison, Natsuki yeah. speed right there. But again, the competition wasn't thick. He yeah. held he held his own with Moff when they were able to get like into the one two positions. Obviously, mm-hmm. Moff hole shot pretty much every race, and he was racing was always back a little farther back. Yeah. But um, yeah, good to see those guys um at the races and, and supporting and stuff. That was awesome to see. Uh, Tyler Gibbs back on the bike. Um, uh, I it didn't saw take it long. didn't take long. No, I, I feel like it might have been a little more dramatic. There? Like, I don't know. The fucking sometimes there's a lot of dramatics with some of these kids. I don't get it. I like, <laughs> like I'm glad I like him back on the bus. 100. I'm not shit talking him, but fuck. At one point, I felt like, and and I talked to his dad and stuff too, and it was like broken vertebrae or the whatever it was. Right? It was like I'm like, oh god, like it sounds like he's out for the year, and then I see him back on the bike on Instagram, dude. At my race. The fucking we had ambulances and cops and everything. We were like, it was fucking, it was a big deal. Yeah, yeah. Well, so obviously, a little yeah, yeah, I'm stoked it's in the way that it is. But yeah, it got a little dramatic. So you know, it looks like he'll be back. And by the Instagram videos that I saw, he looked, you know, he was fucking scrubbing and doing his, you know, he looks like he was Instagram videoing. Um, yeah. And so his body looks good. So he'll be ready for round one. So that's cool to see for the TLD uh, Gas Gas SSR squad. Um, uh, what was the other one we were talking about for it? Oh, Massey Angelo, Preston, Preston Massey Angelo, out at PRMX, and bought a Yamaha, and then is now also on a Gas Gas. I, I don't fucking know what's going on there. Okay, I did. I did talk to Julian. I don't. I didn't. I don't have a you know a, a, a on speak not speaking terms, but a texting terms or anything with the Massey Angelo family. I don't know what's going on there on the PRMX side. It just sounds like things weren't really work it out um so maybe they just parted ways i saw preston posted about saying thank you for the opportunity um and then i was talking to a team manager that was maybe talking to him at some point about it and it looks like they're just racing the states so yeah. fucking murica all the way for the messy angelo family from what i gather i'll shoot him a text i don't know if i'll get an answer um but they've kind of always been that way right that sort of chip on the shoulder canada is not enough um, and again, they but never felt, said I that. Felt la- but... I felt last year though that kind of changed for them. Exactly, right? like, that's yeah. exactly. They, and you know, obviously, I, I've known them for a long time. I supported them for a, a long time on the Atlas Brace side of things, and um, wasn't overly stoked with how that relationship ended this year either. But last year, like, I kind of felt that they kind of saw the light. Like, hey, you know, this is where Preston belongs. You know, he's competitive here in our series, and. And whatnot, but then yeah, when you when you said that, that shocks me that they're gonna take another stab at the American thing, which is well, fine. this that's also from that's from a, a third party, so maybe, yeah, for sure, maybe right? it's not, but but I'd love there, to see him. I'd love to see him in our class up here. I think that where he's at with his level right now, you know, he's a good rider. Uh, he's still young. Um, 
I'd love to see him, you know, get some results and, and get some support up here, right? I mean, the, the American thing's great, and I mean, I, I give them all props for trying and, and, and you know, doing it, but the, man, it's tough. Like, Yeah, that's a lot. That's, I think of all the extra tough. money just to oh, go to those tough. races and stuff yeah. and but, but hey, good but like luck. you said, but like you said, Goldie, they, they've done that their whole life. Like that's literally they've raced way more in the U.S. than they ever race in Canada, right? I mean, yeah, at one point exactly. in time, he had you know Suzuki support down there and this and that, and so he does have connections. But uh, and like you said, news the relationships that got created have been um, poorly dealt with in some of the Canadian yeah. angles, right? So maybe maybe that is the same thing at PRMX. We're just we're just spitballing right now. We yeah, do not have any information yeah. like that, and we there's no. Uh, negativity towards all parties. We wish the best, and hopefully, I'd rather see Preston be racing our series for sure. Like you said, yeah. I think he belongs in it. I think he's got talent, and I even uh, met, uh, went to him last year. Remember, he went like seven seven at Gopher, right? Yeah. It was like seven seven or seven six, and I saw him the next week. I'm like, dude, that was amazing. Like, yeah. hopefully, keep doing it. Good luck if you need something. If there's something I can help with, let me know. I know you're kind of privateering it. Blah blah blah. Yeah. And um, well, and that was on a borrowed bike too, because his that, bike blew up in practice. That's right. That's and, right. Yeah, his bike blew up in practice, and they were just going to go home because they didn't have an, they didn't have another bike. And then yeah, I Who pulled can... a salt. I pulled a solid from Troy Smith. That's right. That's right. Um, you saved the day. So, that's right. Yeah, saved the day. No, not really. That's well, what you do. That's what you do. You're <laughs> a fucking day, hero. You're a fucking hero. Hey, so question uh, another guy. Now that I'm just thinking about, we're talking East Coast. Your race this and that. Where the hell has Dylan Rempel been? Like, has this been pre- pretty quiet? Like, yeah. he was on. This is on my notes. I have no fucking idea. And yeah, either like no gate uh, drops, right? Like, I texted no. Julian as well. They're like, he's like, I really don't know what's going on. Huh. Um, so I have no idea. No yeah. deal. No gate drops. He's been. There's been Instagram posts. He's been practicing. Yeah, yeah. No, I've seen that. So yeah. uh, the Dylan Rempel hype is uh, is is quiet right now for sure, man. With the amount of races that could potentially have been going on for him. Mm-hmm. And um, so I guess we'll just have to wait to see if, if it all comes together at Cam Loops, right? So it would be Natsuki, Rempel, and Benick. Um, and there might be a sleeper on that team. And I actually don't know the name. He wouldn't give it to me. Oh. So, and it's not Yoder. No. Um, and it's not Clayson. Um, so I don't know what, uh, there might be something up Julian's sleep, uh, sleep. He's, he's waiting for a couple of things to come from sponsors to make it happen. So it wasn't a hundred percent, but we could see an interesting name apparently maybe at, uh, at round one, if, if two, if, uh, two fifty or four fifty. Yeah, he wouldn't give anything to me. Uh, he wouldn't give, him. yeah, he, I would assume four fifty cause he's got yeah. two, two fifty. So, yeah, but yeah, he wouldn't yeah. give me nothing. He wouldn't give me anything. I hmm. like that. He wouldn't give me yeah. nothing. No, that's good. So, Keep it um, that's about it as far as oh McNabb is back on the bike. He was uh, he was supposed to race at Isud uh, Challenge Quebec this weekend. I don't know if he did or not because I don't know. There's no fucking results anywhere. Um, so, um, but I saw Instagram videos of practices and starts with Benoit and Pettis. So he's back on the bike and um, I think ahead of schedule. So I think it's going to be safe to say that we are going to get a good eighty to eighty five percent McNabb at round one. No, oh, I think it's way ahead of schedule, right? I mean, yeah. we still got we still got a couple weeks here, so um, yeah, I think that's good that he's back on. I haven't talked to them recently, but pretty quick recovery for a, a decent size injury, right? Yeah, hundred percent. So that's fucking great news for the for all that on there. And I'd say that's about it as far as um, I mean, the the Bogle thing is still looming, Noof. I mean, uh, there's not a lot of talk on either side, from what I gather. Um, I know that I, we do have some information that we're, we're going to wait till next show probably to share because we've been been asked. Um, but there's not a lot of conversation going on, so hopefully by next show um, there's some dip, some changing in the information that is kind of floating around. Well, he, was, right now. he wasn't at their photo. I saw somebody wearing a Bogle jersey. At the I'm photo pretty shoot. sure that might have been Jeremy McKay in that episode. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. it doesn't sound. Uh, yeah, I I mean honestly, I mean as much as I hope that we see him here. I don't think we see him. I mean, I, we, I said this. I said this at the, on the last pod, right? So yeah, yeah. I just don't the injury and and everything. It just doesn't seem like it's happening. The so. timing of all the negative side of yeah, it all is yeah, really yeah. biting it all the butt. Yeah. So yeah, Newson, Newson, he's gonna ride to uh, two fifty F this year. Yeah, yeah, I'm ready to race weight. I think that's about it news wise. I don't, I don't know if we do. Do you got anything else? Too? I think we kind of hit it no, up. No, I, I think mean, that's it. Yeah. Next yeah, week we'll I don't do that. Really have that. anything else? I think uh, lots of people question marks about 
like Edmonton still, right? Like just the buzz around the pits with Carcanova with Eels and Ducey and these guys are like, what do you think it's going to be like? Have they built the track yet? You know, um, I did see like a little bit of a prelim schedule somewhere. I actually found it on the rad torque raceway website. Cause I was looking for the address for something. Yeah. And they, it's like the moto start at like four o'clock at night. Yeah, oh, no, really? it is late in the day. So yeah, I'm, okay. I'm not going down to do TV. So I'm actually going to go do TV for that one because it's on Saturday. Yeah. Um. So I don't have to be at the office till, yeah, like six o'clock, I think, or something like mm-hmm. that. It's like it doesn't start live on TV till six o'clock. So yeah. I'm not too sure why that is. But I think because of what Rad Torque is being a drag strip, I think that's how they're going to try to harness some crowd. Yeah, they're going to make it a show, right? Like, yeah, it's going to be, it's yeah. be a show. So, so as far as but, the track goes, um, you're probably safe to bet it's going to be flat, it's going to be hard pack, uh, it's going to be fast, and there's going to be one big double and a roller section that's going to be called Supercross. Can you imagine how bad the fucking sun's going to be at 6 o'clock at night for a gate drop yeah, in oh. Edmonton mm. and june like yeah 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 it should be um yeah no it's good i like the side of the fence and, and the other the other thing is too is a major concern i don't know obviously probably ken knows about yep. this more than, than you do goldie but yep. fucking alberta's on fire right now like the I heard that. quality is like it's smoky like there's no sun anymore so yeah i heard that i heard like calgary's yeah. a full smoke show yeah. yeah, and they're they're further up north, but we're actually getting some of the smoke that's trickling over into here. But I mean, it's I pretty mean, smoky whatever. here. Will, yeah, yeah, it will be fine. But just another little factor yeah. to add in there, like well, the fires aren't that far north of Edmonton, right? So yeah, I heard. I was reading on Twitter, so I don't know how real this is or like how true this is. But on like on a regular day, they'll give you a scale of one to ten and what the air quality is. Yeah, and the last this, couple yeah. weeks it was like three hundred. So yeah, <laughs> it's like yeah. it's bad. Yeah, like don't go outside. Yeah, kind of that kind of stuff. Yeah, the oh, fucking wow. Alberta is like an old college dorm room, just all bonged up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, nice. Yeah, but yeah, that's all I got. I got nothing else really, uh, really yeah. new. Um, but shit's coming fast, man. I'm excited. I'm excited to mm-hmm. uh, to get the gate drop yeah, going sick. and and watch this 250 class. But oh. then again, having a few beers last night, talking with guys around the fire, I'm like. Whether it goes really well at Edmonton for the rider or really bad, there's no takeaway from that for me. Yeah. The first round is Cam- Kamloops for me. Like, I, I like that. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah, a good take. That's the yes, first I, round. I was actually, it was Davies' dad I was talking to, and we were bullshit. And I said, you know, like, whether it goes really good or really bad, there's not a huge takeaway from Edmonton for me because I think it's going to be such a gimmicky is not the right thing, but it's not going to be the real deal. Like, yeah rough hot uh you know it's gonna be later in the day so it's gonna be cooler and yeah. and shit like that so it's not like the 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 full hardcore national in my yeah opinion. Yeah, yeah i agree 100 that's a great take yeah. i like that yep that's why i'm here goldie that's why i yeah. get paid paid the big bucks <laughs> big yeah. time big checks in the mail dictator yeah. dictate dictator <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, can hit that yeah. list that you built up there. Yeah, so that's good for news. Um, I guess the next thing we'll do is, Galdi, you uh, put out a call for some questions on Twitter. I I looked on Instagram and I didn't see anything on there, uh, but we did get one on Twitter, so I'll put that out to you guys and see what you guys think. A couple weeks ago, I can't remember if it was pr- maybe two two shows ago or so, Dylan actually put a question into us uh, asking what he can do to uh, kind of further Canadian moto. This guy seems to think to that end, he says this Dylan needs to compete globally. He should race Redbud and see how it goes. He can get five to seven and should do the last two U.S. nationals. And then five to seven and six motos would qualify him for SMX, which I don't know if that's true or not. Uh, But he did say uh, at the GDR press day that he does plan to do the last two nationals. So this person will be happy to hear that. But what do you guys think? Is that the best thing he can do is go out there and race internationally? Uh, before we do this, Ken, Ken, write the fucking guy's name down. Sorry, this is Petrie. That's his there name, Petrie. Go. Petrie F at Twitter. Yeah. I tell him who it is. It's not just some AI yeah, guy. Some dude. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> some dude. dude. Um, I think Newf, you said it. You answered it last time, right? Yeah. We, 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 we like Dylan did answer at, at the GDR thing. Like uh, Ken said, he's he plans to do it. I don't think Redbud is one of them, even though it is a weekend off. Yeah. Um, no, it's going to be the last two, right? Yeah, last yeah. two, and he's got plans. He's got he does have a goals and things still on his career to do 
uh, some big time races and some some things like that. So sit idle there, petri dish, um, and uh, or whatever petri, whatever <laughs> yeah, that was. Close but um, yeah, he's he's plans to do it, and uh, there's no there's no quit or stop from Dylan right now, or in his mind to just do Canada only, even with the big contract that he got and uh, uh, moving forward for the three year deal there's going to be some cool things in the works for Dylan, right? Um, as long as you know, the body and all the, that stuff stays healthy, which, uh, he went and got repaired this winter. So I think we're going to be, I think it's going to be exciting to follow Dylan Wright for the next three years. Newf, uh, outside of Canada. Well, yeah, he's I mean, gonna... I think he's, yeah, outside of Canada. I mean, he's going to yeah. be trying to do as much, <clears throat> you know, international stuff as he can. SMX is probably, <laughs> that ain't going to, I mean, I don't, like, yeah, I don't not, know what to say. That's not that. happening. Yeah. But anyways, like, cause for one, he's not, a full-blown supercross guy by any means, but even though these are going to be hybrid tracks, but yeah, I think you'll see him. I think, I mean, man, just hanging out with him there a couple of weeks ago, he is like, he just wants to go, like just go, 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 go. Right. There's no quits. So it'll be fun to see what he does and, and get some opportunities and who knows, maybe he gets do a couple GPs, but seeing him in the U S nationals, a healthy guy, that would be, that would be awesome. Yeah, I agree. Okay, well, that's it for listener questions. So I guess we'll just go into uh, kind of just wrap up the 2022 season. We'll just go through some questions that I put together and, and uh, you guys can answer them. I'll give you what my opinion is on them. At the start of the podcast, uh, when we started on round two, we would do a uh, biggest surprise and biggest disappointment at the end of every podcast. We kind of moved away from it just because we kind of just started focusing on the actual racing. So this is kind of just an homage to that sort of thing. But um, I think it's a good way to wrap up the year. So, uh, biggest surprise and biggest disappointment from the racing last year. So this is just the bikes on the track, how everything kind of played out. Um, so I'll give you my 250 surprise. We'll just do 250s. You guys can give both ears, and then we'll go into 450s. Uh, my biggest surprise was Natsuki. I really didn't see that coming. Um, I remember. There was, I can't remember what podcast it was, whether it was the, the Pulp Fantasy podcast or, or just one of his uh, weekly podcasts, but um, Steve mentioned that uh, Natsuki was going to be up here racing, and Paul just immediately, without hesitation, just said, yeah, oh, he's going to win. And he was, yeah, I think oh, yeah, I he was that, getting yeah. like t- 10 to 12 in yeah. the U.S. Nationals. Like Colorado, I think he got like an 11th overall yeah. or something like that. Yeah. yeah. And that, like, I thought that was a pretty bold statement. And then he came up next weekend and just, I can't remember if he won both motos, but he definitely won one moto. And I think he won the overall, right? So, well, that, it was a, it was Walton one. He went one, one, like motos. four or something, right? Oh, one, that's one, right. Four sprints. Yep. For the overall, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. So that was my surprise. I just didn't see it coming. He's kind of, he's back this year and he's going to be kind of a fixture in the, in the series going forward. So that's, that's awesome. That was a, a, a good surprise. Uh, and my disappointment, and it's kind of just a lukewarm disappointment. It wasn't terrible. It wasn't anything awful, but uh, I just had higher expectations for Piccolo or higher hopes, I guess is a better word. Going to the races personally uh, for the first time in a long time, just watching him ride, he just seems like he's got a lot of skill and talent, and the way he rides the bike is really uh, interesting to watch. And he had kind of the credentials to back it up, having won the title the year before, so I just thought that would go a little better. Um, so what do you guys think? Uh, Newf, we'll start with you. Uh, 250 surprises and disappointment. Oh, I would say my surprise would definitely be, I'm on the, on the same thing with Natsuki. I mean, it was, it was great to see him come out. I never really heard of him before. <laughs> um, obviously saw his name in the results and stuff like that. Um, but, um, yeah, I'd go, I'd go on the Natsuki thing. I think he is going to be, I mean, we've said this already. I think, I think that he is going to be literally the guy, the guy, or one of the guys to beat, right? Because we obviously this 250 class just keeps making us making us scratch our heads, right? But yeah. uh, disappointment-wise, I hate to say it, but I had to go Tyler Gibbs last year. He came out hot at round one, like he was good, like really, really, really good, battling in there. Him and Harrison actually going to he cleaned Harrison out, or him and Harrison hit or something like that um he was racy but then it just kind of got flat as the year as the year went on he got he just didn't have that same same jazz um or whatever in his steps so yeah i'd have to go with that um i th- I knew harrison would be good i didn't think it would be that strong all year like i i and f- figured out that quick 
his track record was very up and down as far as things go. I mean, even if you look at a Supercross series this year, he's like one minute, he, like one round he got a 10th, another round he didn't fucking qualify. So, like, I didn't know if that would be a thing. And, and he was impressive literally from start to finish uh, and battle right then. And ended up winning the Triple Crown Series championship. So, I mean... Um, that might be a surprise to pick him because people that probably would have put him uh, up top. But I, I was impressed at how stable he was all year yeah. and yep. kind of being part of a brand new team and a brand new squad. And that's not just me being biased. Yes, I help the Cova Quid guys and I'm good buddies with Alex now and all that kind of stuff. But I just thought that was kind of cool. All that new stuff. I, I would have said the same thing back in 2008 when the Leaning Edge guys got going and Teddy Mayer came out and did well and things like that. When the, a brand new team and all that stuff, it's kind of cool to see it. Um, you know, make things work like Al Dick did uh, when he came in there and, and won a title with Piccolo, stuff like that. So, um, disappointment. Um, oh God, that was a, that's a tough one for me. Um, I I, I got I got to I'm almost consigned with Newf on that one. The Tyler Gibbs one is was the hype and then the skill at that round one and just the way it was going um, thing. And I, I my other one would be Dylan Rempel. You know, yeah. under the he was under the factory Cowie tent. Yes, yeah. he was an intermediate rider. I think he got, I think he might have got thrown to the wolves a little bit with that whole deal and the idea of what it was to be and stuff like that. And I think his careers went a little bit faster. But um, when he did get thrown to the wolves, he produced a little bit and then never seemed to re uh, recoup from that. I know he did get injured and stuff like that. So I guess that would be my disappointment. But I'm uh, I'm not like I wouldn't be throwing in the towel. I think they still had some decent some decent moments, but. Um, yeah, I, I go Harrison and Harrison Gibbs. Harrison is my surprise, and Gibbs Rempel as my sort of disappointment from the from that year. And um, I right now I'm sitting on Harrison as my championship contender as I'm moving into this year as my he's my number one pick. So I, okay. I don't know if that makes a. So know, this, make, is that, so is that another make, surprise? <laughs> if we if we make a bet, do you? And if you lose, do you pay or do you? Just, <laughs> you don't pay. Well, I, so usually how a bet is works is the the bet there's a number like you know a, a price um and then for someone i've forgotten that price right now and then the winner of the bet doesn't want to tell me what the price is and i don't know what to fucking pay so that means fuck you fuck you to the winner like i don't know i, don't, I can't pay money if i don't know how much i'm supposed to pay I can't remember. I'm not going back in our damn text group because it's fucking 75 bucks, man. 70 just pay the 500. Just the 500. There's yeah. no way that Ken paid you $500. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way. No way. Not a chance. There's no way. Um, and then, okay, fine. You know what, Nish? That's it. I'll just, I'll put a cancellation on the 500 that you paid me from, uh, from <laughs> no, I, I that already. <laughs> oh yeah. Don't worry. I know. I got that email. <laughs> it came with a it came with a, a drunk guy emoji. Yeah, sent to the email. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay, let's get into four fifties. I guess same thing. Uh, surprise and disappointment. I'll go real quick here. My my surprise was Daniel Elmore. I think results just kind of speak to why that was surprising. He, he just took a step up and and had a good year. And my disappointment, maybe a little bit out in the weeds here, but is uh, Moff's injury at uh, Kamloops. He had a, I think he separated his shoulder or dislocated. I don't remember what the actual details of it were, but he had a, he had a beat up shoulder. And I, even though he did make the podium the next weekend, I think uh, that's just kind of an indicator that if he was a hundred percent and I've never really hurt my shoulder. So I don't know like how good you can just pop a shoulder out and then you're good the next weekend or not. But, but uh, I just kind of wonder how his season would have went if he could have just rolled that momentum in uh, as the season went on. So uh, Galdi, we'll start with you this time. Uh, 450, surprise and disappointment. Um, surprise. I mean, he's always been super fast and everything, but I was really surprised at what Tyler Medallia did last year. Um, I'm a super fan. We share the same birthday. I love making fun of him. I think he still owes uh, money for pizza from like 10 years ago from a party at Noof's house. <laughs> yeah. um, and I love poking fun at him that Heidi pays for everything, his lovely wife, Heidi Cook. Um, but I was just surprised at how much faster he was than the next group, whether it be Moff or Pettis or whatever it was. I just, and at times giving Dylan a little fits. I, I mean, obviously he's an amazing rider, but uh, you know, he's a lot older and, and I was just surprised that he was able to kind of, I mean, you know, Newf knows it as well. You get the, you get the mojo going and uh, he, it's, it's easier to keep it than to, to not have it and then get it back kind of thing. So I was, imp I was impressed. I was surprised that he was able to be that fast all year long. Um, disappointment, uh, Jess Pettis. 
Pettis for me. Just I'm just disappointed. He stole, that the kid... both, he stole both of my my things. <laughs> well, that, um, better start okay, well, notes down. Hey, I, I copied you in the two fifty. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I just that was a surprise and the disappointment Pettis for me. I'm just I'm fucking super bummed that I can't see the fifteen on the track enough and. It better fucking happen this year, man, because we need him. We need yeah. him in the 450 class. Absolutely, yeah. Noof, do you want to just reiterate that, or yeah, should we just well, move on? I was going to go <laughs> T-Dags for the, for the surprise, just for the pure fact, like Galdi said, he was so much damn better than everybody else in the yeah. long run. I mean, uh, yeah, he was a tick off Dylan, but, you know, he led laps last year. You know, every year we say, when we, and obviously we'll talk next week when we do our, our preview pod, but it's like, you know, you, you would think that the guy, he's getting older, you'd think he'd start slowing down, but it doesn't seem to be that way. I think that was maybe the best Tyler Medaglia we've seen, like besides his championship years on Blackfoot when he was winning 250 titles. But, yeah, he was solid last year. He, he You know, obviously he's always in shape, and, and man, he was just a second-place guy all year. Like, he didn't – I don't think he finished off the podium once, did he, Goldie? No. He was on the podium every motor. Yeah, so. Yeah, I think he got a, uh, a third – or. A, a fourth oh, in one of the spring motos, I think. Yeah. Yeah. But he still finished second overall at the end of it. Yeah. Like, he was yeah. second overall in every round. Yeah. Yeah, and then disappointment goes, uh, yeah, I was going to say Pettis and Moth, both the injuries, right? Like, I mean, that sucks. I mean, Pettis came in hurt, was not great at Kamloops, but was okay, like, solid, and then gets hurt at round two. So it was like, man, I'm in the same thing. Like, we, we it's hard to predict what, Pettis can do because we don't get to see him enough. Like all these just said, we don't know what the, we know the potentials there, but like how good is he anymore? Like it's been a while since we've seen him do a full series, right? Yeah. Yeah. 100%. 100%. So let's get the 15 back and healthy. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, okay. So uh, we'll do surprise and disappointment. Same idea just for the series as a whole. Um, so my surprise going in was Kamloops. Uh, the only professional Canadian national I'd ever been to up to that point or any professional national was, uh, Regina. And I don't know if anybody had been there. Standards are low. <laughs> yeah. So when I got to Kamloops city, and I saw how many Travers used to say the city that rhymes with fun, yeah. the city that rhymes with fun. <laughs> we say the city that smells worse than it sounds with, um, oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so just going there and seeing how many people were there and uh, the track was amazing. The scenery was amazing. Like you're sitting right down in the, in you know, I'm from Saskatchewan, so it's flat here. Anytime I see a, a hill or a mountain, it's like, it affects me. Whoa, look at yeah. that, dude. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So I don't know, just the whole experience of that I was like, oh, this is what Canadian nationals are actually like. And I, my, my view of what they are uh, skyrocketed when I actually got there and spent the time there, talked to some people. There's still the cool element where like the riders are approachable and they'll sit around and talk to just fans walking by, uh, stuff like that. But, um, yeah, it was just, uh, I was really impressed with that. Uh, my disappointment was, uh, just the AX or the arena cross and the Supercross turnout. I just kind of wish there was more guys there. That's what everybody kind of wants there, but, um, it would be more of a triple crown series if, if all three elements of the triple crown were treated equally. So, I don't know. There's not much you can really say about that other than that. Yeah, I think the vision, obviously, when they started this thing was probably, they thought it might go in a different direction than it has, but uh, I would agree with you on that on that side of things, Ken. Yeah. Okay. Well, Noof, why don't you start off with your uh, ideas of what uh, the, the series as a whole was like? Yeah, I'll go I'll go disappointment to start off with because I don't really have a surprise thing on the top of my head right at this moment, but the disappointment was was just the overall rider turnout at each, each round. I mean, we didn't have quali. I want to say we didn't have qualifiers at any races. Everybody made it right. You, yeah. You, paid, you sign up money and you made it. So that's a bummer. You know what I mean? Like it, it always, the vibe of the vibe of race and pro nationals back when Goldie and I were doing them, you know, sometimes there was what, what that one year, Goldie 91, 91 entries in the 250 class. Yeah. So like, that that's just a disappointment for me, but it's, it's tough, man. It's a tough game out there. There's not a lot of money to be made. There's not a lot of money to be out there. Um, but it's just like, you don't have the passionate pro riders anymore. The, the gate fillers, I guess that we could call them yeah. um, to, to come and, and, and to do it. There's empty gates and it, it sucks to see. Right. Um, so that was my, my disappointment. I guess 
My surprise would be um, I actually thought that the Manitoba race, as much as I thought it was going to be a disaster, it was actually pretty good, even though it was like crazy hot and people were almost dying. But um, I was impressed with that track. I liked it. I liked it. And uh, I was just like, go in there. It was in the middle of nowhere. You're kind of negative when you came in, but once you rolled into the actual track, you're like, wow, this is kind of really cool. Green grass, uh, big trees, like a, a real cool, cool feel to it. So, uh, surprise. Why the fuck did we go to drum Heller disappointment? Jesus fuck drum Heller. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Nah, yeah, I, I just, you know what? I'm actually dealing with something right now at AMO. Um, it's probably a good time to take the halftime break after this too, to pump a couple other sponsors, but I, I keep trying to like do something new and it just bites me in the ass. I either get mm-hmm. canceled or the track doesn't work or something doesn't work. And like, you know, I think a lot of times in our sport, we keep trying to like reinvent the wheel and it's pretty simplistic. You need fucking a good pit area. You need a good track. You need a spectator friendly area for people to fucking enjoy the racing. And you need to have guys show up to race the fucking gates. Yeah. Like let's not fucking reinvent the wheel with it and make it bigger than it really is and, and try to do this or try to do that or try to save a fucking dollar over here or try to make more money on that. Or it's just, we're racing dirt bikes. It's kind of a dummy man sport. Uh, it's out in the dirt, the dust, the hot weather, the it's, it is what it is. But I, you know, I guess you, you, if it worked out, maybe we wouldn't be saying that. Right. And, no, for sure, and yeah. I, I hope to the to hope to God this year it's not like that with Rad Torque. Uh, I know one of our good friends and a listener of our show, uh, Heavy Metalworks, Cal Nowicki, he is a big advocate of Canadian moto and loves it all. And he's being a big uh, supporter of those he's guys. Title sponsor, isn't he? He's the okay. title sponsor yeah, of that cool. round. And awesome. um, he's going to be supplying them with extra equipment. Like, that's the goal yeah. with it. Making sure they have tons of equipment. There's going to be no failing on that end of things. So, um, yeah. you know, I, and I think that I, I, I wasn't at Drumheller, but just, I don't know. Sometimes we just, you know, try to keep reinventing the wheel with our simplistic riding of dirt bikes and um it bites us in the ass and that's uh well, that's when you I had to, when you had to when you had to ride a fucking motorcycle back and forth from the from to watch that that would tell you that it was a disaster like yeah, the, pits, exactly. the pits were so far away man i've never been to a track in my life that the pits were so far away yeah. if yeah. you walked golly i'm not even kidding it would take you 20 minutes okay yeah what, is that like yeah, real for sure yeah absolutely <laughs> like and a, you're just back and forth the whole time ride yeah. on a dirt bike up yeah. and down the road that's fucking yeah. That's insane. Like that. That part shouldn't even have been a part. No, like, you, you can't have that. That's that's a that's a fucking a no no uh, right away. But uh, then they had the amateur stuff way closer to the track. So why didn't they switch the pro pits with the amateur pits? Or, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. What I, I couldn't really figure there. out what they were planning. On on this. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, um, Goldie. Why don't you? <laughs> we can do our halftime. Uh, sponsor reads about 10 minutes before we're done here, but we better get them in. So uh, why don't yeah, you no. get into that? Well, let's announce the big one. The new one here, uh, Renegade Fuels and Hall Race Fuel are joining on the Canadian Motocross Unfiltered Podcast. Big shout out to Blake Hall. Um, he is actually a sponsor of, of Newf um, yep. uh, and the team that uh, Newf, what's the, the squad again called? Sorry, I saw that big team picture. Team Rental Equip. That's it, Team Rental Equip. And I, you look cute, Newf, now that you're part of this team, and I'm very proud of you. And you like my I'm video. very proud of got my name and your name on the back. hoodie. Yeah, no, you look, you look, you well, look. I've been fucking, I, that's why I keep grinding away, man. I'm just trying to get these deals right. Well, <laughs> rental team rental equip is a huge supporter of Renegade Fuel and Hall Racing Fuel. Um, and uh, pumped to have those guys on board. Renegade racers that win, pour it in. <laughs> I like that tagline. Like yeah. yeah, and uh, Blake, uh, uh, Blake Hall, the, the super good dude, military, a militant man, a military man, like very structured, very passionate about everything. Hall race feel passionate about racing with the roots to prove it. Um, yeah. So, uh, hallracefuels.com for any of that information or hit us up. We can guide you in. I know Noof is a big advocate of the uh, SX Mini. SX Mini, Golly. So, take that money that you owe me. Yeah. And go buy yourself a pail of SX Mini for your kid. He will. Oh, so wait a minute. You're sponsoring me? <laughs> well, you're, not, I don't... you're never going to pay me this money. I guarantee it. So. Okay, now we have to break for sponsories because I'm going to say, fuck you. I've never been to Welch ever. <laughs> you won't tell me what I owe you, and it's fucking driving me nuts. Just go buy yourself a can of uh, I plan to get some fuel, SX Mini. So big thanks to Blake Hall and Renegade Fuel for jumping on board. Um, uh, of course, uh, Ammo Racing. Uh, my uh, my uh, racing company out here in Ontario, big support for that, and I appreciate 
Uh, I appreciate the people that support ammo, which help us uh, put a little bit of money into Canadian motocross and filtering and help, you know, pay my bills and um, all the other things that I like to spend money on, or my wife likes to spend money on. I'll say it that way. And of course, uh, gutsracing.com pulp 23 is the code to save great seats, vintage stuff, lightweight phantom foam work with many racers and teams, etc. Gutsracing.com, And then of course, Noof, you got the boys over at matrix concepts, Canada. Matrix Concepts Canada, hard anodized rental in stock right now. You guys see that stuff on the the bikes there? A couple yes, of I know it looks good. It looks, That's sweet, yeah. looks really good, really good. In stock, in stock, uh, limited run. Right? They do. Rental's been doing these kind of things. They did purple uh, last year, the purple run of uh, of handlebars and bar pads, and this year it's hard anodized. So once it's gone, it's gone. You can't. They don't reproduce it. So uh, in stock now. Matrix uh, Concepts Canada. Yeah. There he goes. I like Perfect. it. So only have one thing left on the list here. Uh, so just in that same vein that we were doing before we went into the reads there, um, biggest surprise and biggest disappointment for the podcast in its first year. That's what we're going to get into. Uh, mine's pretty obvious uh, as far as disappointment goes was uh, burning the first podcast and then making <laughs> the second one to the point where we probably should have burned it. <laughs> but uh, like you said, Goldie, that's just growing pains. The one thing that, I uh, feel a little bit okay about is that both of those were the first time I was trying to do something new and I have everything figured out now. I have a, a backup way of recording things. So even if I do screw up again, we'll always have that second recording. So uh, for the listeners, that should never happen again. Um, my biggest surprise was getting to know you two. Um, we've talked lots on text. We've talked, uh, you know, before shows and during shows and stuff like that you can only get a certain amount of understanding of like how people are and how their relationship together is and spending the weekend with you guys uh, a couple weeks ago there at uh, GDR was eye opening in a good way, but you guys have like a, a really weird intense relationship where, <laughs> where <laughs> like I don't have that relationship with any of my friends. We're, we're all pretty, uh, we, we just don't work together. I guess that's probably why, but um the the whole thing when we were sitting at the table and you guys were uh, I guess negotiating uh, about the uh, arena cross series and <laughs> it, it all ended up working itself out but I was just uh, I guess that's kind of just the way it works uh, you're both have to be kind of intense people just the um, being that you're former professional athletes and you both like Galdi spending some time with you I got to see how your ammo thing works a little bit just riding in the truck with you and you're taking calls left and right and you have a pretty intense job and you, you do an awesome job at it. And new, same thing with you, with your, uh, matrix. I don't job. have as much insight on, on Noof's job, but I did get to see what Goldie is <laughs> like. So, and it was, I just thought it was cool how like you're intense, but at the end of the day, you guys hugged each other and just said, Oh, we'll see you next time. And I think there's no might fucking hugging, have, Ken. I saw no a hug. I, well, there might not have been a hug, touchy feely guy, but I heard, no. I heard, and I love you from somebody and I don't, I didn't, See that which fucking one it was. wasn't me, I'll tell <laughs> yeah, you that. Okay, it must have been new. <laughs> it wasn't me, no <laughs> so, way. Okay. You give a sip of red wine and a new and he loves yeah, everybody. Yeah, that was towards yeah. the end of the end of the day too. Okay, that's that's it for me as far as that goes. What do you guys think of the podcast in this first year? Here? I'll let Noof go. Go ahead, Noof. Uh, yeah, I mean, the, the, the surprise if we're doing, doing that, uh, that we're still doing this. <laughs> <laughs> like it's, been, it's, it's been a year. I don't know how many episodes we've actually how many have we done ken uh 13 the first up until christmas and then i think we've done nine since then so this will be 23 yeah, so. or 22 yeah yeah um and to make it all work like we, we've touched on it before it's not super easy because no. we do live in three different time zones yeah. um which makes it hard uh obviously it seems like I'm always the one that throws the wrench into the plans more than uh, maybe more than, than Goldie. Prima Donna. Yeah, I know. I just missed dinner with my kids tonight because of you. Yeah, I know. And I feel bad about that. But Yeah, uh, you, yeah, yeah. fuck you, right? You do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that would be the, the surprise. Uh, no disappointments for me on this one. I think it was awesome that we all got together. Um, finally there a couple weeks ago. And we got a plan moving forward. Um, there's no disappointment things. I guess maybe some of the disappointment would be is that these riders getting butt hurt, which we have talked in the past about bit, as yeah. well, a couple episodes ago. Um, because we're gonna keep doing it. It's not. It's like I had said before. It's not that we wish ill or any sort of intent. It's just our opinion that we're sharing, and 
I could be completely wrong. Galdi could be completely wrong. Ken, you could be wrong. It's mm-hmm. just our opinion at the time, and we're running with the facts that we have, and, and people get upset. People Sometimes people don't like the truth, but that just seems like the world that we're living in nowadays, right? So, oh, yeah. yeah. I would say that's my, my disappointment as far as the podcast goes. I hate getting text messages or, hey, man, like that wasn't – like you don't know. I'm like, well, sorry, dude. Like it is – I hate that, but it is what it is. Uh, surprise for me is um, I'm I'm pretty pumped at how many people have been tuning in. I yep. think our I think our yep. numbers are pretty pretty solid. Um, we've uh, been sharing. We're we're getting lots of lots of downloads and lots of listens and lots of reaction, um, good or bad. And I uh, I mean I my confidence in anything I do on a microphone or talk uh, shouldn't have me surprised because I like doing it. I, yeah. I enjoy doing it. I'm good at doing it. And then we link together buddy a buddy of mine like knife in it noof in there and it makes it even better and so i'm i'm pumped that that's going well so i'm um and then um i i, I don't know if i have a disappointment but maybe just like i'd really like noof to be a lot more i i want him to work harder okay i just want him i want him to dig more i want buddy, him to, i'm I burning the fucking wick at both ends <laughs> i'm burning the wick at both ends um, actually, you know, I don't really have much disappointment. I was bummed about that last show because I did think it was great, yeah. con- great content for sure. But I yeah. mean, that's again, that's growing pains. That's not disappointment. That's not like, you know, my fucking kid missed the net on the fucking on the penalty shot goal yeah. kind of thing. Um, but um, no, I'm I'm pumped up where we're headed, boys. I got we got lots of good things in the works and lots of people being attracted to what we're doing. And uh, We've already been discussing about adding video for next year. How are we going to make that happen? I don't know, but I don't think it's going to be something that's too hard. To, but to help our sponsors and keep growing things, and um, yeah, I I I'm I I mean, the Newf knows. I know we talk every day. Like we love talking about the Canadian Moto. Um, we we are passionate about the sport. We want to grow it. We're going to do use this show to grow it. We're going to use Ammo to grow it. Future West to grow it. The Arena Cross series in the fall, um, and anything. So like are you that. doing Arena Cross still then? I, I, so you're back well, you, you took the money back. You took the money away. So I guess I have to now. I guess I have to. Uh, although now I uh, now I owe another. Un, un, uh, I don't know what the amount is, but I owe some other money. So I don't know if I'm going to have the money to run Arena Cross. That's I, right. Well, you're making so bets that you don't remember. Breaking bets. Wait, don't we have another bet, Noof, about? gate the gates guys at the track or something remember yeah i said that well, didn't we do something stupid uh, i don't know fall, i don't know you, you fucking throw this at me when i think i'm either hammered or you're hammered because i don't remember these fucking bets and then you won't tell me what they are because you're like win you're the fucking yeah exactly you're the bet nazi yeah. no i um, think we did a bet a hundred dollar bet that at least one round will have qualifiers this year you said no i said yes not just one round yeah, one round. Oh, fuck. You're hit. All right, all right. Another hundred bucks. Yeah, <laughs> another hundred bucks. Okay, another bet. Another hundred. You bucks. can pay me. You can pay me at Hearts Island. So vacation. Noof, how many days until round one? This is my trivia question to end the show. Thirteen. No. Twelve. Thank you. So who is going to represent? Because this show will come out after I post the oh. Instagram. Who's going to represent the number 12 on our Instagram oh. at CMX unfiltered on Instagram? Who will represent you were the number 12? Easier. I thought you were going to, because all those photo. Oh, actually I can't wreck this. Can I? Cause didn't no, you just yeah, contest? you're, you're good. No. You, you know the answer. Don't you? Yes. I do know the answer. Yes, yeah. Okay. And I thought that's what you were going to ask me. Who was no. number 12? Yeah. No, don't, don't say who was number 12. No, I know. Year. I'm not yeah. going to say what year it was. Okay. Uh, Cause I do know what year it was. Fuck, man! I don't. I I can't tell you that. I don't know. I don't know. No, come. You seriously can't tell me who's going to represent the number twelve? <sighs> I don't know. Tell me. Oh, give me a hint. Give me a hint. Superman. Oh, Blair. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because it was yeah that year. Blair Morgan. It's my Blair last year racing. Morgan. Yeah, number Thanks. twelve. Yeah. That was not your last year racing. Was it? Oh yeah, because yeah, you're like Eric Eric the next year. That's right. Yeah. Okay. KTM. Yeah, Blair Morgan will be done, and with the twelve days to go till round one, this podcast might not get up till the morning, but that's okay. Uh, twelve days to go, boys. Pretty fucking excited. Pretty fucking excited. Yep. And next week, yep. uh, we we do our preview show for two fifty four fifty. Probably a little bit longer of a show, and we have got confirmation, Noof. We have text confirmation that this show, next week's show, will be hosted. 
on the Pulp MX Empire. <laughs> yes, we do. Nice. Yeah. We have broken down the walls, and we have got we are we are going to be on the Pulp MX Empire next week. But really, do we even need the fucking guy anymore? <laughs> he needs us. No, right? Hey, but the good news is for next weekend, you have no race going on. I have no race going on. And no, so yeah. Ken's the only one that can fuck this thing up. So yeah, yeah. and I can't. Yeah. Really don't have anything yeah. going on next weekend. <laughs> yes. Yeah, no. Okay, perfect. Yeah, no, yeah, no for <laughs> sure. Yeah, no, for sure. Uh, okay, wrap this up. Uh, KTM Canada, Husqvarna Canada, Gas Gas Canada. Love you guys. Thank you so much for jumping on board here for year one, uh, year one and a half, if you will, um, of the Canadian Motocross Unfiltered. Really appreciate it. Allison Thompson, JSR, Matt DeRoy, um, and, and um, Bruce Willis. Bruce. Bruce Willis. He follows us now. I saw him. Uh, he, Fucking awesome. He started, he started nice. following us on uh, Instagram. Um, big shout out to race tech checkers over there, race tech and Charlie Johnson race suspension out of Alberta. Uh, one of the service centers, please hit us up. If you want the best suspension in the business, race tech can, uh, can guide you in there and we can get you into the right hands of the right people to make it happen. Uh, Bristol Coachworks, Bannon and the crew over there. Love you guys. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we'll be, if you want something decked out and, um, and built from scratch, sprinters, motorhomes, boats, all the kinds of cool stuff like that. Bristol Coachworks. Uh, Callis Moto, uh, Miss Cook, and the family over there. Tyler Medallia, Miss Cook, uh, for supporting us. Awesome to have Callis Moto, Canadian-made company, and I love having CallisMoto.com. Um, support them if you can uh, through the show, through us, or just uh, support them in general. They're a great company, and we appreciate it. And of course, Matrix Concepts Canada, Ammo, Pulp, uh, or sorry, Guts Racing, Pulp MX23 is a code, and brand new Renegade Race Fuels and Hall Race Fuels. Um, same company, Hall Race Fuel, is the comp- is the Canadian distributor. Drink that fuel because it'll make you go fast. Yep. Or wait, no, put it in your bike because if you drink it, it might make you sick. <laughs> Don't drink it. Put it in your bike. <laughs> Sniff it though. Sniff it. It fucking smells does smell good. It smells, smells great. Good. SX yep. Mini. SX, SX Mini and beyond. Woo! Buy yourself a can, Goldie, with that money. Oh shit, you're a good you're a good man, if you're a good man. <laughs> Uh, okay, boys. Shit, boys, one week. Yep. Hey, from this from this week from this show on, it is one week. Every week, boys, we got a show coming. Yep. Hi, Bobo. Yeah, I know my kids are going crazy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, boys, we'll talk next awesome. week. Awesome. Yeah. Cheers, fellas. Good Bye. times. Bye. See you guys.